let's rock and roll with this. Good evening. Good evening. We're back. Well, well it is evening because we're, we're broad. This is the second time I think we've taped during the week. We, we taped Halloween during the week. Did and we, we taped uh, something else during the week. Halloween. I think we might even have taped. Well, you know what? I think Robin Hood we taped on a Saturday, but it was late. It was like at yeah, night. Yeah. So it's it's unusual for us to tape, but we're we're kind of running out of time. <laughs> time yeah, because uh, I have to release this early next week. Yeah, and you know my schedule's been tight. Your schedule's been tight. Very tight. My my schedule's been very tight. We were supposed to record this on Saturday, but one of those things where the house tours caught up with me, like big time. Yeah, big time. And then we could have done it this weekend, except. You know, I got. I promised the kids to take them yeah. to uh, Endgame. Endgame, and you've got lawyer stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's kind of how At it goes. Noon, actually, that that meeting I just found today might be might be moved. My it wouldn't matter, man. Like that's yeah. a it's a three hour movie, and yeah. the place we usually go is you know half an hour, forty five minutes away. Where do you usually go? We go over to the mall, Naples. No, no, no. Um, uh, uh, White Marsh. No, dude. The um, Arundel Mills. Yes, Arundel Mills. It's Twenty minutes away, dude. It's ten minutes to my house from oh, that's here. That's right, because you live. I, I, I live forget, all the way down the end. I forget past you know, like down Mountain Road. I f- see. I'm ignorant of that because I live down Lakeshore Drive, which is at the at the beginning. Right. I can't. I keep forgetting account. When Meek and I were looking for houses, we looked um, at the one the one in Saybrook. Which is down? What is that? Is that Long Point? It's right down where I am. Yeah, because you have Forest Glen, and then right across the street is Long Point. Right. And we, you know, we, we looked at two houses down there. One was awesome on the water, but the bedrooms were the size of a closet. I'm not even exaggerating. They were ridiculously small. I love that house because, like the the, the uh, they got nice houses, but they're a lot of them are overpriced though. Oh, dude. they were. I mean, you got you you got a good deal here. This is where you oh, should be. This is where. I, I trust me. You will never. You would have. It probably there. There's so many headaches down there. Yes, um, I have. And 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 what I didn't account for, I was about to say, what I didn't account for is the traffic, like the the traffic and travel yep. time. I mean, really, going down Long Point, the house we were looking at, up to Lakeshore, was a ten fifteen. I minutes. live. I live five minutes away from. Well, I live approximately three to four miles from here, mm-hmm. and it takes. A good ten minutes to get here because of the way that the traffic patterns are in, yes. and especially this time of day, it would be really bad. But I just came straight from work, well, so. which, help, which definitely helps out. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you you add ten minutes on to pretty much anywhere you're going mm-hmm. uh, when you know. So, like I said, half an hour to get there, and then you. You know, you get your tickets, and then you, you you get your condiments, and you get in there, and you get settled, and then you sit through like a half an hour of the previews. They pre- previews and death. bullshit. Yes. You actually age a year as you're watching the then, previews. Then it's a three hour movie. So now at this point, you're pretty much four hours in. You're four hours in, and yeah. then you drive home, and now it's you full know of four popcorn, and a half. Full of buttery popcorn and all that sugary soda, and you're like you're spent. You're spent. Right. Well, I mean, but that's that's a day, dude. I mean, that's five hours of your day is gone. Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's um, that's why we're recording late at night. If you well, consider it's not technically late at night for old people like us, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you have three kids, yeah. seven o'clock at night is late. It's amazing to me. I, I told us to make a 
we don't go out a whole. You know how it is. You no, know, yeah, you, you I did it. Going out is, is different. So when you go out, it's like a whole new world. It's mm-hmm. a whole new. So when we went out, geez, it must have been like two months ago, and I think we were out at nine o'clock at night. You're like looking around. At, we were at Duke Claws. You're looking around. Like, wow, people are out this late. Right. And you're. Th- I'm thinking back to like the college years. Shit. I you were leave, out till two in the morning. I didn't leave all the, the time. house till ten thirty. Right. I was right. pre-gaming, playing video games, and on my couch until like ten. When I took a shower at ten, I left the house at ten thirty, and I get the bar at eleven. Yeah. I don't know. So I mean, it, can you imagine being in a bar at eleven o'clock now? Can you imagine that? It would be torture. I can imagine it, but I, you know, I'm I'm such a. I mean, in in complete compare, you know, in in complete opposition to what most people think when I'm on this show. I'm on the show. I'm talking to you. Okay. Yes. The audience, you know, is there, but the audience isn't really in the front of your mind. They're of no concern to us at all. The audience of the show, we don't care about. Let's face it, we don't care (laughs) about the audience of the show. That's not what I meant by this. What I meant by this was, oh, we're talking back and forth. (laughs) It's easy for me to talk to you. Okay. If we were sitting in front of an audience of people, I don't know if I could do that or not. I really don't. I, I think I've done it before, you but have. then at the same time, I've also geeked out in front of like, you know, Kane Hodder. Well, yeah. I, I geeked out in front of uh, what's her name, who was running for county council for crazy. <laughs> you remember that? I mean, I, awesome. I total geeked out on that. So it, it it's just it happens. It happens. Um, You're starstruck. You're a starstruck individual. I was starstruck when I met. Uh, 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 the black dude, congressman, Elijah Cummings. Elijah Cummings? Yeah, I met him when I was running for uh, Congress, and I was starstruck on that. I mean, wow. I com- I'm completely opposed to everything the guy stands yeah. for, except for, you know, equality, which is... Well, that, that thing is... That's, that's a secondary thing platform. with him. Um, but, you know, I, I, the truth of the matter is, when it boiled down to it, it was like, Wow. I've seen this dude on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. I can get that. I, I can I can appreciate that. So, um, but re- regardless, it's it. Uh, my point being is that Thank I'm more or less that. a... I appreciate you saying that, by the way. What? You said regardless and not irregardless. I've adjusted that a long time ago. Okay, just... That is... Okay, never mind. Um, it's not. It's not me beating on you. It's just no, no, no. I know. I used to say it all the time. I. It took me a long time to weed that word out of my vocabulary, Uh, and it it pops up every once in a while. But I'm very good about it now. Very good. Um, My point was, if I were to go to a uh, to a bar, I'd feel so completely out of place. Yeah. You know, with strangers. Like, I need at least one person there with me. And probably some volume for your anxiety. I just, I can't, I don't know how to deal with it. I just, I would go, I would sit on a bar stool, I would have like two drinks, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm out of here and fucking leave. You're decent at Two Rivers, when we go to Two Rivers, which is once in a blue moon, which is actually probably once a year. Yeah, and you know what, I open up and certain people seem to get very pissed off at me, so then I feel like I'm (laughs) collapsing right back down. So that's... (laughs) That's kind of the thing. That like moment of but joy. I am also there with you. Yeah, I can. I can. So and and I know a couple of your friends. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't know everybody. Like I know, you know, later on tonight, I think 
Uh, we are, we are going to be simulcasting with Red Maryland Radio. They are conducting Maryland Podcast Month, and we will be calling into their show. And they don't even know that we're there. Well, when we say simulcast, we're going to be recording that on our show, on our podcast. But we edit it later, whereas they're live. So. Right, right. But, um, you know, those guys, I mean, I know those guys, but I know those guys from, you you know. Being on Red Maryland as well. Right, on, being on friend, Red Maryland yeah, yeah, years friend. and years ago. And I'm very picky with my friends, obviously. <sighs> yeah, right. <laughs> You've shown no restraint in <laughs> hanging out with this pile of shit over here. So, you know, well, it's... I, I look in the mirror every morning. Come on. <laughs> it's not exactly a high bar to set when you're hanging out with me. So, anyway, uh, let's actually get down to this freaking podcast well, at this point. Yeah, Did we... podcast. So, so... We need to start with our... Uh, our review. Our review of our last review of Rares of Lost show. Ark, yes. Um, I believe that most of the people... The, the biggest concern I got was the fact that I said uh, that people speak Swahili. Swa- yeah, Swahili. I saw, saw that little tit for tat. And I'm like, what, dude, who, who, you know, half the shit I say on the show is just a joke. And to me, for some reason, Swahili is kind of a funny language. It's like a funny, it's a funny sounding language. It's a funny sounding language. And, and the people who get their panties in a bunch over it, you know, they just. And then, and then, of course, weirdly enough, you know, my biggest critic out there jumped to my defense and said, well, it was Shahali or whatever. Yes, he did. And I'm just like, oh, he, wow. Scott, well, he, Scott took the board for you. Yeah. That was very, very noble. Of him. It was. It was It was completely out of character and... I thought he did a good job, too. Completely. <laughs> yeah, last week. Uh, yeah, I was, I was happy with him. I'm, I'm looking forward to yes, him too. being here for Empire. Yes, um, it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be like Thunderdome. I think it, I you mean, have as to much... be on top of your game. <sighs> I, I have a feeling this is going to be one of those things where you have to be on top of your game. Dude, apparently he was pissed because of, I was saying Mose Isley instead of Moss Isley or some mm-hmm. nonsense. I don't even know what the hell he was talking mm-hmm. about. It's like just... Give me a break. Did you listen it's to a that, movie. that mashup that I did of, of uh, you on the one show? The no, Star dude. War. You didn't listen to the beginning of that one? Uh, it was um, our uh, episode two of uh, New Hope. You oh, I'll have to, to go whole? back and listen to it. Oh, okay. You haven't heard that yet. No, no, no. Yeah. There, I, I listen to certain ones and other ones I don't listen to, and that one, for some reason, uh, I, I, I was getting so much flack over the New Hope episode, I was just like, well, I guess it's not even worth listening to. No, it's great. Oh, okay. Well, I gotta go back and listen to it then. It's great. You you didn't even listen to the little mashup I did. No, dude, no. If it was part of that, if it was part of the Star Star Wars episode, I did not listen to the Star okay. Wars episode. You need episode to listen yet. to episode two, part two of... of uh, I'll listen to the whole damn which thing. Which is in the archives. I, I need, yeah. I mean, we've got... We've got at least a dozen shows out there now. What yeah, so twenty we shows? That. We have we have more than that. We have way more than that. So I don't I don't even know how many we've got. We we've, I mean we reviewed like sixteen movies. So you divide. Oh, that by so two. thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah, thirty-three. Yeah, actually. thirty-three because Robin Hood was because Robin Hood was the three part that marathon one. Yeah. Yeah, dude, but that one was fun. That was and fun. I listened to that one like we're, right after we did having, it because I was having one, a good time. This this steaming. <laughs> It's f- <laughs> it's funny that you say that because there is a Stephen Paul's shit in this movie, by the way. Is, oh yeah, <laughs> there is. You're right. There is. Um, 
anyway, is there anything anything flashbacks to uh, the, the great part about Raiders of the Lost Ark? Raiders, is, as you know, um, although all these episodes we do can be green, you know, what was there evergreen? So you can they're standalone episodes, right? Right. There is a continuing like underlying storyline with relationship <laughs> with the radio. Yeah, <laughs> and it does show up every once in a while. It shows it surfaces every once in a while, and especially this past few episodes. Where, you know, you've been, let's face it, I've been beating you with a Singapore cane, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't bother but, me. I never said it was a shitty movie. I've said since the get-go, I just prefer Temple of Doom. That is my preference. I, if you listen to the episode, you say it's, it's a shitty movie. Okay. Okay. Maybe I did. I don't, it just, I don't know. It's understandable because you're a full of jolt pretzels. You slept in your car overnight. It happens. Yeah, yeah. A rail of Coke will do that right before I walk into your house. Jesus Christ. Right off of that 12-inch cock. It was great. <laughs> but no, seriously, like, the um, the thing was, was that I, I was getting annoyed with your it's the best movie ever thing. I was doing that on purpose I know you were and it was it was biting said, in certain places you, and you, other but, places I was just like you know what I'm not going to play your game and you played my game so the, the truth really boils down to is you like Temple I like Temple more than I like Raiders and Raiders is not a horrible movie but it does a lot of stupid nonsense that doesn't make any sense to me you know and a lot of it we we brought out the the ball you know, not ball, taking yeah. a step back and letting the ball wow. pass. Uh, you know, I still maintain that no, that no, dude like no. had that gun out way too long. No, and even if you want no. to look, you, even if you want to bypass that one and get to the bar scene where the dude is literally standing behind the bar, pointing a gun at Indy for like you know what what could look as like ten seconds. Mm-hmm. And yet he doesn't pull the trigger. He's yeah, basically just waiting for Karen Allen to walk up behind him and hit him with smash something. Smash him with a vase. It's just like, uh, come on, really? I mean, what, what is this nonsense? It was a good episode. I think Scott did a good job. Yeah, yeah, it was nice looking, having... Looking forward to him being back in Empire. I am too. And honestly, you know, if, he, if he's the fucking Star Wars genius, Guru, great. Let him go with it, you know? I mean, he was supposed to be the Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, guru, but I didn't hear a whole lot of coming out of him. Mm. Heard a little bit. Heard a little bit, huh? A little bit of something, something. Seriously, dude, you were sitting here. I, listen. I'm not going to beat him up because he's not here to protect himself. But that's that's still two more episodes away. That's we've two got, episodes we have. This, we've got today's... This splendid movie. Yeah, we Jurassic Park, which is actually, when it came out, in what, 93? 93, yes. It was in 1993. Yeah. It was mind-blowing. Yeah, it was. It was, I mean... It was a mind-blowing movie. Like, there had never been anything even close to what we were seeing. Mm-hmm. Before this, it was all claymation dinosaur nonsense. Right. And there was an entire... <laughs> there was an entire... Uh, Group. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Three hours off. Uh, Wesley Farms Sarloin beef patties. 
That is good to have. <laughs> um, basically, <laughs> this it, it, it's the catalyst for CGI. I, I mean, CGI existed before then, but it, it was really, never and this is even remotely close to what came out in Jurassic Park. And if you do a lot of the research about Jurassic Park, which is what we, as much as we joke around and beat on Paul in this show, we do legitimate research on the show. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And a lot of the research about Jurassic Park was the amount of time that went to the CGI, the robotics. And, all, and we saw the uh, Stan Winston, who was the special effects guy on Iron Man, actually was one of the main guys on Jurassic Park. Iron oh, Man okay. his last movie, but he really took a, you know, he was one of the main guys in Jurassic Park. And the truth of the matter is, is you can't tell what is animatronic and what is CGI. And I think that's because they literally used the CGI to create dinosaurs that looked like the animatronic. Does that make sense? Yes. Because they could have added more text. Well, maybe they couldn't have at the time. Nowadays, like that CGI doesn't hold up to today's standards at all. You know know what it reminded me of is watching, um, watching Ice Age. The okay. original Ice Age. If you watch the original Ice Age now, which was in like early two thousands, right. it's horrible. It's horrible. Oh, really? You can tell the difference in terms of just the CGI. Then that was a full CGI, and and you know whatever three D movie. It was actually a good movie. It was. It was a good movie. That. I mean, Leary. I like Dennis Leary and right. John Leguizamo, and but as far as it holding up nowadays, not no. a big. Uh, Everyone loves Raymond fan. No, but. nobody likes Raymond. <laughs> Not in this house. But, uh, you know, overall, it was a good movie. Yeah, it was. But I'm just saying it, the, the CGI. Yeah, it just it. doesn't hold up. So, Well, let's talk about Ju- Jurassic Park. Sure. And it seems like we're on a Spielberg kick because last week was, um, geez, we've been on a Spielberg Kick. It, it's kind of hard not to yeah, be on a Spielberg kick. You're right. Like yeah. every one of his movies, except for Super 8, is like some big, huge, huge thing. And even Super 8 was a big, huge thing. It just kind of ended up being a flop. Right. Yeah, it was a flop. But when that's what we're going to be doing this summer. Like the, we we're going to be, this summer, we're going to be concentrating on big tentpole blockbuster movies. And I, and I agree with that. I also think, though, we need to research. The biggest hype movies that ended up being flops. Oh. You see what I'm saying? Like oh, I think yeah, that would be do. ideal. We to do cover. need that. We need to do that in July. I think July would be a great month for that. Yeah, because I mean it happens all the time. Yeah, like there's and it, and it can't be even though like I personally think Captain Marvel is a flop because mm-hmm. it only made about 450 mm-hmm. million, and nowadays that's Thor. You know. End world Thor, dark movie. world, dark world mm-hmm. shit movie. Yes, uh, steaming pile. Right, <laughs> you know I think it's a failure, but that's not really a failure. It right. made its, its money back. Made it made a billion back. dollars. Yes. It, it has to be something that they like. Like uh, what was that one that came out? Um, it's like two years ago. Not Jason and the Argonauts. It was like that though. It was like one of those. Oh, you know what it was? It was Arthur, the King Arthur movie. Oh, I see what you remember saying. that? Yeah, like, I'm thinking the one out, back in 2005. No, no, no. This, I like that. This one. was like in 2000, like, of course, I like Clive 15 Owen. or 2016, something like that. Mm-hmm. It was an Arthur movie, and it came out, and they had that dude from 
Sons of Anarchy in it, and like it was supposed to be all hyped up, and everybody was looking forward and to it. And nobody cared. And it flopped. For yeah, we'll shit. do that. We're gonna do a couple of big so summer flop. We that's research that. Kind of what I want to look at. We gotta like, do some like with big name. I want to do a like a good one, like big names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out. It was just just terrible. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then I mean, there's been there's plenty of those. There's plenty of those. You know, and some of them are movies that we like. Yeah. I mean, well, we tear apart every movie. It's it. Let's just face it. This show is just us tearing apart movies that we like nowadays. It seems that way because we're trying to not be no, like no. we just think fanboys. Even though you know, I I like Jurassic Park. Right. I loved it when it came out. Mm-hmm. I was not a big fan of the sequels. <laughs> Um, Jurassic World, I thought was pretty good. That was with um, that with was the Star Lord. Yeah, Star Lord, Chris Pratt. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I like. I thought that one was pretty good, but like the you know two and three, I don't even know if I saw part three. They, it's one. Of those, I have it on DVD, and I don't yeah, think I've ever actually watched it. Yeah, I mean, and so it's Jenna Jameson collection. Just ah, Jenna Jameson. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Got your mind off track, didn't I? Yeah, I'm trying to think of any movies that I would actually know that Jenna Jameson was in. Wasn't she the one that went and started doing those pirate movies? Yes. Like Treasure Island or some nonsense like that? I don't know. Like she started her own company and started making her own porn. She did. That's Um, what they all do nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, whatever. Um... So getting back to Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Jurassic finally. Park. To me, it seemed like, it, as you were saying, it, it, was a, it was a big thing with the CGI. Oh, yeah. I think it was mind-blowing, dude, and it was, at it, the time. It was, I mean, it was a, a next-level movie. Mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, and it was early ni- in the early 90s. Right. So you think a 90-huge blockbuster movie, Jurassic Park is one of them. Sure. Yeah, and it's early 90s, so you, you have to imagine... The first Batman came out in 1989. Mm-hmm. Now, I love that movie, but, you know, the effects, there is no, like, CGI. The one little scene in it that is almost like a cartoon when he's falling off the side of the uh, the building at the end, Jack Nicholson is falling off. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's animated. It doesn't yes. even look like it's real. So that tells you that from 1989, well, essentially that was filmed in 87 and 88, mm-hmm. but from 1988 till like 1991, 92, when Jurassic Park was being filmed, the gap in how far they came it's in amazing. that little bit of time. It's amazing. Because there was no expense, you know, too high for Batman, the first Batman movie. Like, they were, like, going to throw the... Throw the throw they the, threw the sun and the moon at that. Just and, like they threw it at uh, the Battle of Winterfell at Game of Thrones this past Sunday. I guess, dude. I don't Steaming watch that. Steaming so. shit ending that was. Yeah, I, I heard Terrible some people ending. were really Pissed upset. Off. Pissed off. And I'm actually... Actually, like a switcheroo type thing. Stupid. It was stu- it just terrible. It was. Terrible. I don't watch the show, so I don't right. know much about. Well, I will it. say this: I'm doing a a, a fifteen minute podcast on this network, whatever you want to call it. Not on this platform that we have. Um, the next four weeks, and the one by the time you listen to us, you will hear the first one, and it's just going to be me talking about Game of Thrones. And the only reason why I'm doing this is because. Game of Thrones shit on YouTube gets lots of downloads. And when you're talking about the episode, it gets lots of downloads. So I'm just doing it to get more listeners to hear our regular show. 
purely selfish reasons. Okay. Well, I mean, whatever, man. I right. I don't. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. I never it, did, I and I don't, I'm not going to start today. So it would take you. You would get addicted to it, and then it would. So many people say that, but I'm not like much into the dragons. I mean, that's yeah, fine. And it's fair. I, you know, I'm I'm 44 years old. I've seen plenty of you know tits and ass and beaver. So I, I, I just I don't tits and ass and beaver. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, is that that's that's half the fucking show? No, isn't it's it? no, no, it's not. I mean, there it, there is that's some. What I've heard it's all necessary scenes. First off, they're all yeah, necessary. The, okay, the, the incest. Uh, you know, all the the king and queen or the prince and princess that might fucking be a, incense a shit little, that's all a, necessary. A, that might be a little bit over the top. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm just telling you what I've heard and it's not very I haven't heard that much. Yeah. So let's let's get the Jurassic Park. Are you sure? Are I, you sure? I think we should get Jurassic Park. So Okay. The way that and it's not on the it's on our notes, but the way that came about is uh Spielberg ran into Crichton, Michael Crichton. And if you ever read the book, I'll just an aside yeah. If you've ever read the book, and I'll probably provide my own comments. I read it when I was 13. I never read it. Um, completely opposite from the movie. Yeah, like I the, heard that it's The it's people who die different. in the books don't die in the movie. The people who die in the movie don't die in the books. Huh. All right. So, um, regardless, we have a situation here where Crichton, before he even started writing the book... Spielberg ran, ran into him, I think, in another movie, and he asked him what his next project was. And Crichton said, you know, I'm working on this book about Dinosaur Park. And, and Spielberg, at that moment, uh, made sure the studio optioned rights for the book before it was even written. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, you know, he Crichton was a, a highly praised author at the time. I think he still is. To a degree. To a degree. Not as not as well known. Not as much as he used to be. Right. Um, so, you know, you're always trying to scoop up what you think is going to be the next big thing. And and Spielberg had an eye for it. I mean, so, I mean. And Christ, I mean, how are you going to go wrong with a, you know, an amusement park with dinosaurs? I mean, it, you know, it could have been campy and stupid, but I doubt that from Michael Crichton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I doubt that. I doubt that. So that's all it can be. So as far as casting it with Jurassic Park. Yep. Let's talk about it. So yeah, William please. Hurt William Hurt turned down the role of Alan Grant without I even... like William Hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he would have done a great job on Alan Grant. I I don't know either. Harrison Ford turned down the role. Once again, love Harrison Ford. Don't think he's right no, for this role. No, 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 no. I cause I think this movie is bigger than the characters. Whereas Yeah, and I think that they that Harrison Ford I don't know I don't know about his delivery. And there's parts when Sam Neill's delivery is a little off, and I love Sam Neill oh, there's, too. There's some bad there's, But there's definitely some there's, parts where his delivery is it's off. It's terrible. But in but in, in, but in this case, I really think the movie the movie is a driver and not the actors. I think that you're right, and I think that Harrison Ford takes away from that because of his because of his stardom. Oh, it would of been. anything else, and and at this point in time, I think in '93 they would have started talking about the re-releases, mm-hmm. 
So, because you you had, uh, I think ninety five was the first Star Wars re. It was around that time frame, yeah, ninety five, ninety six. I think yeah. it was around there because yeah. I was so there was already talk about Star Wars shit. There was talk about the the prequels and the sequels. Everybody was going ape shit about that at the time. So yes. it would have been a distraction. I think. yeah, I agree. It would have been a big distraction. And so we got Harrison Ford turn it down. Uh, Richard Dreyfus. Tom yeah, Sizemore. Richard Dreyfus does not work in that no, role. No way. He's too... He would be better for the lawyer. He Yeah, he would have been fine as the lawyer. And I love him in Jaws. Just doesn't... By that point in time, like, at his age, no, he wouldn't have worked. No. Um, Tom Sizemore, on the other hand, Tom Sizemore is awesome in just about everything, mm-hmm. but he would not have worked in this role. No. He definitely wouldn't have. He... He's more. He might have worked better as like the Australian. Yes, Indiana Jackass. That yeah, I have my own name for him. (laughs) But you know, I think Sizemore would have been better for that role. I agree. Um, and then Dylan McDermott. um, I like Dylan. Dylan McDermott's awesome. I think he would. I think he would have done well. I think he would have been fine in this, but no better or worse than Sam Neill. I, yeah, I think you're right. And Sean Connery was first sought for the role of Hammond. Again, I think Sean Connery would have been... It's too much. Too much. You don't need him. Yeah. Uh, because that character is such a small... I mean, even though he's kind of like an over-the-top character, he's still kind of a small thing. I mean, could you imagine Sean Connery doing that little scene where he's talking to himself during the movie? No. I mean, it, it just would have... It just... He wouldn't have been... I don't even think he would have been able to deliver it. The fact that this guy is kind of because he's too cool, too yeah. You know what I mean? He's James Bond. He's, he's too fucking yeah, he's cool. Too cool. You know, this guy's kind of like a bumbling idiot he's almost. A bolt, yes, and that's why it Pamela why Jack he is. works in in that role exactly. And then for uh, the role of uh, uh, for Ellie Sat, I don't even know these characters' name when I was watching. You had because they they don't talk about him that much. I mean, yeah. Alan Grant, you know that name because they say it about a dozen times yeah. at the beginning. Everybody else, I couldn't you tell you their name. Your name's right. So you had Sandra Bullock. Gwyneth, Horrible. Gwyneth Paltrow. Not right for this role. Robin Wright Penn. Ah, she could have pulled it off. Could Yeah, she could have pulled it off. Terry Hatcher. Horrible. Juliana Moore. Definitely could have pulled it she off. Definitely, I think I could she definitely. She would have been better. better. She would have been, yeah, yeah. Big fan of her anyway. Helen Hunt. I think she could have pulled it off as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're not a huge Helen Hunt fan. But I think she could have pulled it off because she has that. She has the right delivery yeah. for the role. Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, that's no way. Spot. I love fucking Elizabeth on, Hurley, man. but Jesus Christ, there's <sighs> no way she would have been right no, for that role. God no, she's just a walking. <laughs> she's just a walking sex pot. She is. She is Lisa from yeah. you know Weird Science. She's not <sighs> you know Ellie Sattler. <laughs> <laughs> And then Juliet, but I don't know. Who I don't know is. who that is. Um, but I can tell you right now, I was not a f- real huge fan of um, Laura Dern. Laura Dern either. Like I'm not a I'm not a giant fan of Laura Dern. She's had some roles mm-hmm. that she's very good at, mm-hmm. and she's had other roles that I'm just like I don't get it. She's just like uh, uh, what was her name? Um, I want to say Berkeley. I'm not sure if that's it. Elizabeth Elizabeth Berkeley. I'm not sure From, if that's uh, the one. Showgirls? I mean, no, 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 no. Then that's not it. This one, she played like she always played like a hard ass. She always had a like one of those short, blonde, butch type haircuts. Um, 
Bridget Nielsen? No, 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 no. I, I don't it know. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're not going to figure it out. So it's all right. Um, she was big for a little while. She did a couple movies. She did one or two movies with um, uh, uh, Black Guy. Uh, huge, huge, huge star. Um, biggest Black star ever. I'm drawing a blank here. Oh, come on. Oh, fucking hell. I mean, there's a couple I can think Oh, geez. Of. Equalizer. He just did the Equalizer 2. No. Uh, no. G- he's uh, God damn it, dude. I'm sorry. Seriously? Well, let's keep going because I want to get to... He's the, yeah, it's it's going to drive me nuts now. So then we have uh, Christina... He's Re- only the biggest goddamn black actor of all time. It's not Lawrence Fishburne. It's... Come on. Every every woman like talks about dropping their drawers for this dude. Isaac Hayes? No. I, I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. He was huge in the nineties. He's still big in the two thousands. Training day. Oh, Denzel Washington. Denzel. Jesus I don't think he's the big, Christ. He's not the biggest one. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. For a while? Really? In the nineties and, and the early two thousands, okay, Denzel Washington right. was the shit, dude. Like, he was by far the biggest black actor out there. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Whatever. It let's, doesn't matter. Let's keep going. I don't even know why the fuck we were I don't know either. consumed with that. So we got Christina Ricci auditioned for Lex, the, the little granddaughter, and then Jim Wouldn't Car- Ricci have... How old would Ricci have been know. then? I don't know. I can't even imagine, because when did Adam's family come out? I don't know. I know. I just know. You know, I like Christina Ricci, and I liked her in uh, Sleepy Hollow. I loved her in Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. I loved I just, her I hate, in. I say that I betrayed myself because I, I crapped on Tim Burton last. Couple, I know you right? did. <laughs> but um, I love her as Wednesday Adams. I've always loved her as Wednesday Adams. I think I don't know that there was anybody who could have played that role better. No, I don't think so. And then we have. I think she played it better than the original Wednesday Adams. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> then you have uh Jim Carrey auditioned a part of uh, Goldblum's. J- J- Jim Carrey is one oh, of my Oh, that least, would have been horrible, dude. Least favorite actors of, of all time. Um, I I like some things Jim Carrey does. Okay, and sh- honestly... Man on the Moon was good. I'll admit that. Man on the Moon was very good. Um, we know I don't... Way too much. I think he's this. going to be pretty good in Sonic. Have you seen the trailer for Sonic? No. They they're coming out with a live action Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and he's playing the the doctor guy. Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, robot robotic or whatever oh, the hell his geez. name is, and he's actually he looks great in it, and you know that the delivery needs to be over the top anyway, and he does over the top delivery better than pretty much anybody else. His, yeah. but his Showtime show was fucking horrible. No, that's the one where he's running a kid show and he wants to commit suicide. It's like, oh my god, this is just nonsense. So, sorry. So okay, so so we're on to the actual Jurassic Park movie. Got Spielberg on. Board. Finally, yeah, finally. Is there anybody better than Goldblum for that role? No. No, he Goldblum is, is, is that role phenomenal. He for is that, that role. role. He is that role. That role and what's he? Not the collector. Who does he play in Marvel? The collector. No, that's um, that's not. No, he's um, because that's Belnicio del Toro. Is he even in Marvel? 
Yeah, dude, he was the oh, one that I'm ran so, the planet. Dude, of course. And at yeah. the end, after it's great <laughs> in Ragnarok, at the end, he's just kind of like, "Well, yeah, we've survived. Yes. We survived oh, that tyrant. So well, now you need me to lead you again." Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> he's just wonderful. And then he does those hotel commercials. Yeah. The. <laughs> He is phenomenal, he is man. Phenomenal. I love him. Goldblum His delivery is, is great. There are always bad movies out yes. there, but most of the time, I love Goldblum. He is. He is. He is I mean, as bad as ID ID Four is, mm-hmm. Goldblum and ID Four is. I love him. He's. he's I love him. And can't he's get perfect. past. He's it. not too big for the role. Either. Will Smith was another huge, huge black Will, actor. Yeah, I would have. But I, I still say Denzel was much. Bigger than Will Smith. Right for the panties. So, one thing is, I actually, I had the, just an aside here, I had this on DVD. And when I watched it, the old Universal DVD opening yes. was on with that dent, dent, dent. You'd recognize the, the, uh, the song. Uh-huh. That whole chime, it just brought me back. I was like, damn. Yeah. Damn. Well, it's weird. I have it on DVD. I think I the widescreen version. <laughs> yeah, I think I have a widescreen version. A widescreen version, like it was gold. It's like it's a special. Well, thing. that's because most of the movies were standard format. Yep. I mean, I went back to sit down and watch with my kids because you know they're at that age. So I sat down to watch Billy Madison, and I threw it in there. We start to watch it, and I'm like, this is standard format. I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> I literally just bought it on Amazon because I didn't want to watch the standard format. I can't watch this. But I t- <laughs> that Universal logo with with Universal coming around Earth. Yeah, yeah. It looks so old and outdated. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, dad, Because I think right after that is when they started updating with the, the 100 years thing where they showed the real old one with the yes, plane, yes. and then they showed the newer one and the newer one. And then they had a brand new one, which was, you know, very epic looking. Yes. Absolutely. And I, I think that lasted for about four or five years, and now they have years. just the new epic looking yeah, one. Yeah, epic one. So we start off with with the prelude, and this is when you have this, a bunch of uh, Jurassic Park workers in their full jumpsuits with the hard hats on, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and then you're also introduced to Indiana Jackass. Who is um, <laughs> game warden Robert Robert Muldoon directing this whole operation, where they're bringing in the Velociraptor? You don't see the Velociraptor. What's that? I don't remember what time. Eight oh five. I'm I'm keeping track of it. Oh okay. That's um, so it's like it's in the middle of the night. You know, it's I don't remember it's raining. <laughs> you went this, with Indiana Jackass. Indiana Jackass. <laughs> what did you call him? I was going with um, Crocodile Douchey. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that we both gave him like a terrible nickname speaks volumes. It's like watching this movie again. It's just there's there's a lot of it just so campy. Oh god, he is so bad, dude. And and his fucking Australian (laughs) accent is so bad. Just like oi, oi, shrimp on the barbie. I mean, it's it's that over the top. It's just what the fuck are you doing, dude? So so you got all these like they look Mexican. Like yeah, they're carrying these like they're wearing hard hats and they're carrying these gigantic tuning forks, which makes sense because <laughs> it's off the coast of South America. Right, remember right. they did tell you that. And meanwhile, Indiana yeah, Jackass, he's got this giant shotgun, but it's wearing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not even cargo shorts; they're just short, you know, like khaki shorts. Yeah. Um, I want phases on full charge. How the hell did I'm selling Sean Connery there? 
Let me do an Australian axe. But it's so campy, so they bring the, the Velociraptor down. Um, this scene makes no sense, by the way. No sense. None. All the technology they have, they have to have some asshole get up on top of the cage. And pull up the and gate. And pull up the gate. It's like, wait, wait Why? a second. They're so advanced. <laughs> that they can reproduce they're, they're, they can reproduce dinosaurs. They can't. <laughs> a freaking electronic cage. They're so, so stupid. And then, of course, you blow And why would you move it up like this instead of opening yeah. it from the side? Yeah. And why wouldn't the whole goddamn thing, like, click into place? Yes, there's, there's like, none no. of it makes any sense. <laughs> so, so the guy, um, poor guy, he lifts it up. And the Velociraptor kicks out. The cage goes sideways. And all hell ensues. The Veloc Velociraptor's starting to pull this guy. Meanwhile, Indiana Jackass is trying to pull the so tug of war with this guy. Meanwhile, his like intestines are being torn apart. And at first, he's like, uh, "Stunner!" You know. And eventually, as as uh, the Velociraptor pulls the guy into the cage for a, 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 a evening snack, shooter, shooter, and then it fades. Yeah. Dude, it was just that whole scene is, I. I don't even know if it's necessary. I guess it is to kind of introduce that there's... But you already are going into the movie knowing it's a Dinosaur Park movie. Yes. It's called fucking Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. They had that little... Loop. So why do you, And then you don't see the dinosaur. You see his eyes. That's they all you see. Look, they exchange a look. Yeah, and that's all you see. Yes. And it just... None of... it. The scene's just completely unnecessary. It's, uh, it, is, it is unnecessary. Scene. And I guess the only good reason for the scene is to set up that you need Alan Grant to come and sign off on the island. Because, right. you know, I guess the Lords of... Uh, what is it? The Lords of London? Is that what it's called? Lloyds. Lloyds, Lloyds of London. Yeah. Lloyds of London wouldn't secure their, you know, wouldn't insure them or some bullshit because of what happened with the, uh, mm. with the the worker, the worker, yeah, the non-named worker, Hispanic guy. Yeah, he he's uh, yeah, so stupid. So then then they go through the whole opening scene. And the next scene that we see is actually something I take umbrage with. Uh, is the dork lawyer on this rat. And is it dork lawyer? I mean, he's he's wearing this oversized suit, first off. Yes. The suit is like 10 times too big for him. He's on this raft, and he looks so weak. Now, here's the thing. In the book, the lawyer was the hero. Oh, really? He was, like, young and muscular. So what essentially happened, it went from me to your cousin Timmy. <laughs> okay. I was in I'm the books. I'm not going to say that. I was in the books, and Timmy... Is in the movie. Uh, That's what happened. I wouldn't go that far, but the the <laughs> guy that they have is definitely. I like how you defend your your cousin, by the way. I, I you know, there's plenty of bad things I could say about yes. my cousin, but I would not call him, you know, a skinny dork. That's not one of I the things say I would a, call. I didn't say he was a dork. And so you the, just did. I said the lawyer in the movie was a dork. Yes, but and you said referring to in the book. He's like a hero yes. and muscular, but and you compare that to yourself, and then you say in the movie he's a skinny Thin, dork, and you I, compare him to my cousin. I, 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 I'm, Timmy's not a dork. He's spindly, and well, actually, he's not. He's got some meat on his bones. He does at this point, yeah. Yeah. He he always did. He was always, uh, I mean, not fat, but like a bigger guy. Big bone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, short, but bigger guy. Mm -hmm. um, what you're saying about the actor who portrayed 
the lawyer in this movie. Yeah, the the actor in this movie, he's just he's just a rail, and oh, he's, a rail. And he's, he's got annoying. he he literally looks like you know if you put Ellen DeGeneres in that same suit, it would look like that. You know what yes. I mean? Like skinny, and then the big, huge, puffed out, uh, you know, shoulder pads yes. and stuff. It, I mean, it really it's looks like terrible. that. Terrible, and then. So he he they're 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 getting him on because he's exploring the I guess the amber mines in Venezuela. Yes. So they're digging up mines, which is weird, but okay. These, apparently, there is this there's the mosquitoes, ancient mosquitoes, prehistoric mosquitoes that were covered by tree sap that then froze them in place, and they were mining it like gold. This amber. Yeah. Which they called it amber. And the lawyer's going to explore the mines. It's fucking tree sap. It's tree sap, yeah. Tree sap. He's ex- it's, he's ex- it's we need we need to have uh, everything on full go. The uh, worker who died, you know, suing everybody for twenty five million dollars. The family is. Yeah. And then they're like kind of ignoring him. They're like, oh, it's okay. And they reveal and they show the audience the amber. <sighs> I don't know that that entire scene is necessary. It's not. So it's now we're two scenes. And we're just like, okay, that first scene, not really necessary. Not necessary. Second scene, all you're really doing is reinforcing the idea that we need to bring Alan Grant mm-hmm. to uh, you know, sign off on the thing. But it, it just, neither one, I mean, it doesn't make any fucking sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So what we're going to be, because the next scene is the actual introduction of the movie. Yeah, where you introduce Sam Neill and Laura Dern's characters. Right. So there's this dig site with this... Uh, that was my alarm. Yeah, five minutes, we'll call it. So there's this dig site where where uh, Alan Grant, Sam Neill, and Laura Dern and Sadler are in the Badlands unearthing a fossil. They show them, you know, sweeping it out with some Home Depot paintbrushes. Yeah. Um and they're using some sort of uh, technology where they send something underground. They like they send it underground where there's like the sonar um, to show the bones. It, it, there's I have multiple issues with this scene, but why don't you explain a little bit more before I get okay, into it? Okay, and then so they send it down there, go boom, and uh, this image on this TV pops up. A really shitty image. A but, really yep. shitty image of this like this full fossil. Meanwhile, everybody is standing around them, all wearing flannel shirts. One guy looks like Richard Marks because he's got the flannel shirt and like these really short jean shorts that were cut off that were formerly jeans, all frayed, screaming in the early nineties. Yeah. Um, and this is where Neil. Then this, there's this dork kid comes up talking about. I don't. Even, I, don't I was laughing at this point mm-hmm. how ridiculous it was, and that's when Neil goes off about like this the raptor and how the birds and. Takes out the the fossil claw and like yeah, because the kid makes fun of like a him saying something about a bird, mm-hmm. and then he gets into the whole raptor thing with the claw. Yes, which yes. apparently scares the shit out of this kid. Yeah, even though this the kid was a cocky little prick to begin with. Yeah, yeah. suddenly he's going to be scared by this horribly told story yes. about. They're being birds of prey. Velociraptor. Velociraptors. They're pack animals. Uh, which foreshadows everything in the book. That's the movie. that's essentially the whole reason for the scene is just to foreshadow the Velociraptors uh, attack later on. Yes. And that's when the attack comes, not from the front, but from the side. <whistles> from the other two raptors, you didn't even know were there. 
Because Velociraptor's a pack hunter, you see. He uses coordinated attack patterns, and he is out in force today. And he slashes at you with this. Six-inch retractable claw, like a razor, on the middle toe. He doesn't bother to bite your jugular like a lion, say. No, no. He slashes at you here, or here. Or maybe across the belly, spilling your intestines. The point is, you are alive when they start to eat you. The, the, pro, the biggest problem I have with this is, is it's unclear to me what the hell is going on. Okay, is it, <laughs> it looks like you have all the, yes, but wait a minute. What I'm saying is, is that you have a professional dig. Okay, I, now I can't hear myself. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just I know you are. Uh, they have a professional dig going on. And then they have, like, all these looky-loos sitting there, including, you know, like, a couple kids and shit that are just kind of there. Just hanging out. Hanging out. Listening like, to Mr. Mister. But see, at first you kind of think, oh, are they there to watch? And then at one point in time, it looks like, you know, have you ever gone to um, the uh, the museum, the, the science museum in um, Maryland, Baltimore? It's called the Maryland Science Museum. We we went there, like, as kids, one of the Chesapeake, uh, like, uh, 70. Okay, I've gone there recently because I have kids, and I've gone there, t- you know, two years in a row. Right. They have a whole dinosaur section. Still? Yes. And Jeez. one and one of the places, you know, you kind of dig for fossils. Yes. And the kids sit there and they sweep dig for around. Fossils, the yeah. It kind of felt like that. Like so you the, felt all like these you people were in just Park. No, no. I'm saying this dig site kind of felt like that cheesy little thing that's yeah. at the at the science center. It yeah. doesn't I don't understand what the fuck was going on. It just didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like there's too many Things there is it. It's just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And then they they do this whole death charge thing, <laughs> which it's like, okay, dude, seriously, if you're gonna send out a death charge or some kind of a pulse, you're you're gonna take a chance at destroying what's out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like a sonar. It was like a big explosion, wasn't it? It was a big explosion. They destroyed like <laughs> ten other fossils. That's what I'm saying. And then to... and what and then you're going to see an entire just perfectly outlined yes velociraptor. A velociraptor just, just fell like, over. Come on, dude. Really? Just How is though... any of this happening? Uh, speaking of which, a velo- well, we'll get that later. So yeah. That, so then, stupid. of course, he has his little the velociraptor, and I'm going to cut open your stomach. Yeah, down here and over here. Intestines are all going to come out. Yes, and, and you're going to you know, crap yourself. Sh- you know, shit out <laughs> your nose for the rest of your life. It's just, what the fuck is this, man? What is going on? It's f- just so they can basically show that, you know, Alan Grant isn't good with kids. It, which which leads, leads us to the other part is when they go into the trailer... Well, no, 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 because Dern, that's right, because Dern is giving crap about Grant about having kids. Yeah. Right after she saw him treat that kid like that, it's like, he doesn't need to have kids. <laughs> well, and all that is is just to set up the whole him with the yes. two kids Which we'll throughout, get, yeah. the yeah, throughout the so, movie. Throughout the movie. So, I mean, it, you know, I get how these scenes are set there mm. to set up what happens later. Right. I get that. Right. But... It just feels completely unnecessary. Literally, they could have started this movie with Alan Grant and her on the plane with the guy. On the, I'm sorry, on the helicopter with the guy flying to the island the first time, okay. and they're all kind of like, 
what is it? Do you know what it is? Do you we know what it know is? What it is. <laughs> we don't know what it is. And then they get there and like see fucking they, dinosaurs they and shit could be cool. They so, didn't need like all this nonsense to be there. It's they, just unnecessary. So so the helicopter comes in and is kicking sand all over the place. They have to cover the dig site. And that's when Dern uh actually no. Grant goes into the uh goes up to the helicopter, the guy's like, He's over there in the trailer. Over there in the trailer. And then he goes to the trailer, and that's where you see Panama Jackass. Yeah. He's dressed up like a cocaine drug lord. Yeah. Popping their <laughs> popping their champagne that they've been saving. Hell of a guy. Oh yeah. You know, and uh, Neil's like, Who the hell are you? And he's like, Oh, I'm the one who's been funding this entire yeah. site. And I'm the one that pays your paycheck. Neil, Neil just gets on his knees right away. Oh yeah. And that's when Dern comes in and, and she, she starts, starts giving her ass. I mean, that scene is fine. I don't have really a whole lot of complaints about that particular scene. It's it's there for comedic purposes. It it goes a little long. That's the only thing I'll say. It goes a little long. They get, and, it does. And the whole point is, hey, I need you to come and check, you know, and, and basically say that this thing is cool. You know, if you do it, then I'll pay for your research for the next three years. Of course, at the same time, if this guy was like the number one like paleontologist in the world and she was some kind of like huge why the fuck aren't they working at the island to begin with exactly it doesn't make any sense that they're out there digging up fossils and this dude that's paying their way to dig up the fossils has an entire island full of dinosaurs what the fuck dude it doesn't it 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 doesn't it doesn't make i like how they they try to play up uh Dern's character as a paleobot. Who cares about a paleobotanist? It's like I, yeah, I really I, care about. I know prehistoric prehistoric leaves. plants. <laughs> this okay. movie is about dinosaurs tearing it up. Yeah, we but don't the, care but about the first plants. thing that you actually see is not a dinosaur. It's a it's a big it's leaf. A plant. It's a big leaf. It's a big goddamn leaf. This hasn't existed for a million years. Ah, okay. Yeah, exactly. So sure. they want to get. So she. They want. He wants them both to go to. Why did they recreate? Plants doesn't make from sense. a million years ago. They don't do and it. The Baltimore Zoo. How the Zoo. fuck did they make do it? How did they do it? Like you get the dinosaur thing. DNA, dino DNA. Yeah, the dino DNA. Yeah, dino Ooh. DNA. We but, fused dino DNA with this here oak. <laughs> <laughs> now we got with an oak tree. <laughs> now we got whatever the fuck that thing was. <laughs> it's just it's just the fucking dumb man. It doesn't make any sense. And how would they have done it? it if they could do it, then we, we would just have that shit growing in your backyard, yeah. okay? I mean, it's... We fused dino DNA with this here dogwood. It's a dino dogwood. Uh, it's just... Dino DNA. Well, what did they, they mix it with? Frogs? Frog DNA. Which, you know, yeah, of course, um, that leads to another line of shit. shit. <laughs> It's just one Here we thing go. after another. Here we go. All right, Falling so let's get to cliff. yet the third ridiculously <laughs> ridiculous scene that really I'm not 100% sure is necessary. <laughs> Literally, the guy could have been at his office and gotten an email saying, you know, <laughs> two million for the, yeah, you know. Yeah, we'll send you the care the store. So we're in <sighs> San Juan, uh, Costa Rica at uh, uh, Puerto Rico at some... Um, I, I don't know. It's like it's some just some eatery, some and, eatery. You know, everybody's and, wearing tropical uh, shirts, and you and you see, <laughs> I just this large. What what's his name? In isn't he on? I'm some, trying to. He's in Seinfeld, and he he's, played uh, uh, 
God damn it. He was Seinfeld's nemesis, and I had it on the tip of my brain. Newman? And now Newman. i never seen Seinfeld. Newman. So he's this very large Newman from Seinfeld. He's there wearing... I a, will say... He's eating the entire buffet. He's definitely one of the most hateable actors oh I've ever fucking seen. So to have him as like this... Nemesis. Pompous, like, asshole character... Really, really works. <laughs> really, I mean, you hate um, him. You hate him, and the problem becomes, you know, when you get to Space Jam, you still fucking hate Newman, yeah. okay? Because he's in, you know, he's in Space Jam, right? <sighs> he's just, I just, I, and he's supposed it. to be like this, like beat up character, and like the assi- Michael Jordan's assistant right. when he was a baseball player, and you're supposed to feel bad for him, but it's impossible to feel bad for Newman because he played Newman for. 10 years on Seinfeld, he was a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and does this role, and he's a piece of garbage. And pretty much every other role he does, he's a piece of garbage. Piece of, piece of so garbage, it's yeah. just it's really hard to look at him in any other... He is definitely typecasted. He is. But, and once again, it works for this. It works for the show. So what happens is he's there, this, this guy from a rival company is going to be paying a certain amount of money, $200,000 for each embryo. You know how little that makes sense, right? Yeah, because all of a sudden there's why why two, would a rival company even know of the existence exactly. of this shit? All of a sudden, out of the blue, there's two rival companies who want to have the dress. number one paleontologist in the world has no concept whatsoever that this is happening, but some rival company. Now, if they had said like it was the U.S. government trying to get the shit, it would make a little more sense. Even though this shit's happening in like South America, mm-hmm. it would make more sense. But some rival company trying to get basically, you know, dino sperm is what they're trying yeah. to do. It's and dino DNA is what they're getting. The most infuriating thing about the scene is when the Dots and the guy from the other company is like, gotta be quiet. And then Newman's like, Dotson! Got Dotson! Oh, it's Dotson here! Like, mad, it's, mad! It's, it's like, Jesus, dude. If I was sitting next to him, like, first off, looking at him already is cringeworthy. Okay, he's well, crazy. he's in San Juan, and in San Juan, it, there would have been, literally, there would have been a guy with a, a, a fucking machete that yeah. just came over and, and chopped his head off. Chopped his head off. And then went back and sat down and drank his Colombian coffee. Exactly. Okay, exactly. This, this, is, this would not fucking happen. No big, fat piece of garbage would be sitting there, and then they would just kill the other guy and then look in the bag and say, oh, look, money, and fucking leave. That is it, yeah. This would not happen. This would not happen. Not, not anymore. Jesus Christ. So then we go, we swoop to the helicopter ride where you have uh, Grant, uh, Sadler, um, Panama Jackass, uh, the lawyer, who's, who's wearing shorts now. He's wearing a, he's wearing a suit. Is he there? He's there. He's wearing a suit, yeah. jacket, a tie, a button-up, and khaki shorts. He just looks like a dork. Just a dork. And then this we're, we're introduced to Jeff fucking Goldblum. Yeah, and as much as I love Jeff Goldblum, and I love him in this role, this scene just kind of just drags. It just, the whole chaos it's, theory thing is just like, eh, come on, dude. It's, I guess because I've seen it, so many times I've seen Jurassic Park I've seen the character I've seen everything I'm just like ick yeah, it just, yeah. it's it a long felt... ass scene because Ugh. the lawyer's there everything needs to be perfect you know we need to check this out and uh, Panama Jackass is like you know I bring a 
I bring paleo botanist, you bring a rock star because Goldblum starts going off about this chaos theory, right? And all, right. Which is actually a very smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I don't have a problem with it. I guess the problem I have is because I've seen the movie so many fucking times, it feels stale. It does. It does. It does feel stale. And it and because it's like, like when it came out in '93, it was like a kind of like a mind blowing type concept. Even though it's not, it's yeah. it's very simplistic concept. Yeah. But you know, it's looked at as a mind blowing type concept. At this, you know, it's now 2019. Sitting down and watching this, it's like, okay, yeah, that's shit that you know, two five-year-olds would talk about. Yes, not it's, five-year-olds, it's, it's, but two fifth-graders might talk about something like that. You know, it's it's not an advanced concept anymore. So you have this guy who's supposed to be like this brilliant, you know, tactician more than anything else. He's a tactician, mm-hmm. and you know, he's talking about this chaos theory which of course comes into play later with the freaking you know the frogs and the you know the asexual um you know yes so So it's just everything is so it's just being handed to you like it's just being fucking spoon fed and you don't need it like i don't think i would have hated it as much if like if they had started on the helicopter, no. flying to the fucking yes. island. They already the told first the time. entire movie and the first, or the second scene. Everything that's, that's coming, they've I mean, told you. They just said this is this. Except is, for Samuel Jackson, that's exactly. the only thing you don't that know that's only, coming yet. Yes. So the, they start descending. Sam Neil can't figure out how to use his freaking uh, seatbelt. No, and that's part. just enough. It's I guess it's supposed to be there for comedic values, uh, but it doesn't hold up. The only redeeming part about this is the soundtrack, by the way, as they're flying, they the, which part. is John Williams again. John Williams again, and there <laughs> is there's not as much bleed over from Star Wars yes. in this, but it's very good. It and it and it's it's very. It builds very well. This scene builds very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, the truth is, is that I think that the movie should have started on this scene. Mm-hmm. I think that you could have had the whole Newman thing happen over the internet or you know over email or something. Mm-hmm. There's a couple things that you could do. I mean. You know, I get that he gets the you know he wants to get the money up front, but they could have done a wire transfer. Any yeah. any number yes. of freaking things could have been done where you didn't need to have that scene, just so that you show that he's fat, he's eating, and, yeah. and then he puts the shaving cream <laughs> on <laughs> somebody's fucking because he's an asshole because he's a, just to show he's an asshole. We that, know he's an asshole. Yeah, he's an asshole. None of that was necessary. So then uh, they just said, "Here's a, here's a, some movie crossover." The helicopter who rest the helicopter pilot who rescued the cast and crew when Hurricane Iniki hit during the filming, yeah, is Fred Sorensen. F- Sorensen has a film credit in, um, to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, he plays okay. Jock, the seaplane pilot. Oh wow! Isn't that something? We didn't even mean <laughs> to do that. Here, a previous movie we did was Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark, and and we were talking we, about how Jacques just never does dude, anything dude, ever again, and I had no idea. And he, <laughs> that's that is incredible. He, he fast forwarded <laughs> seventy years into the future and saved somebody. He got into the DeLorean <laughs> and saved somebody. So, <laughs> so they land on um, these two uh, Jurassic Park jeeps. Speaking of which, just a small aside here. I had a meeting at twelve o'clock with that app that I have. Yeah, yeah. 
um, one of the companies that's using us, um, they all showed up. As I was I left first, one of the girls had a Jeep that looked, when I say it looked exactly, Jurassic Park logo up to the, even the, the hanger on the rearview mirror. The entire Jeep was like this Jeep right here. And so then, she was just a Jurassic Park fan. It was awesome though. I, huh. I was I saw that. I was like, that is that is awesome. Yeah, that is that is. I mean, that is awesome. So anyway, the uh, two jeeps picked them up. Yeah, I'm fine with the jeeps, but then like they have the tracks. This is where it gets kind of weird for me again there's because there's gas powered jeeps and there's the ones that are on the track. So these are gas powered jeeps, right? And they're starting and then they're driving through. Um, Parts of Jurassic Park. That's when they go into the ten thousand volt cage. It shows yeah, them yeah, yeah, the yeah. high tech cage. That's you know should be automatically open. What have whatever. Yeah, um, it's another really um, weird then type this of is, thing. This is when the part when uh, Sadler pulls off a leaf. This should be here. And we're gonna cut it off there for this week's episode of Jurassic Park. But before we leave you, before we leave you. Um, today and the rest of the, the month is Maryland Podcasters Month, hosted by RedMaryland.com. We appreciate it. Um, and we had an interview during the middle of the show. We decided to put at the end of the show um, about Maryland Podcasters Month, a little bit of a show. So we're going to leave you on that note. Uh, at the meantime, make sure to tell your friends about us. You know all the avenues to find us, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and iTunes. Subscribe to iTunes, leave us a review. We appreciate it. So without further ado, here is an interview with Greg Klein uh, from Red Marion regarding our show, and we hope to see you next week for Jurassic Park Part 2. Mm-hmm. So, this is uh, May. May apparently is podcast month, right? It, or, you know, so there is a uh, group of people in Maryland, and we have... Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please hold and you will be able to listen to the show. Sponsoring tonight's show, the Frederick County Republican Central Committee, Joey Lynn Huff, Treasurer. All right. Now, while we're waiting for Jimmy to come on the line here. Oh, he's on the line here. Let me, let me introduce you now. We'll get into the politics here in a little bit. Uh, in celebration of Maryland Podcast Month, uh, I want to bring on as, as a guest... Uh, a local podcaster, a former voice here on the Red Maryland Network, our good friend, the host of the JB's Drive-In Podcast, uh, local attorney, restaurateur, noted author. I could go on and on, but I won't. Our friend Jimmy Braswell. Jimmy, are you there? Can you hear me, Greg? I, I can hear you. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you all right. Listen, I'm here with Paul as well. We are in the middle of recording our Jurassic Park episode, and we figured... It'd be a good idea to simulcast, even though we later edit our show and release it, unlike Red Maryland, which is live. Um, we thought it'd be a good idea to expose Red Maryland to our audience as well. Well, fan, well, we're, we appreciate that. That that is certainly in the spirit of Maryland Podcast Month. So, so Jimmy and uh, Paul, tell us a little bit about yourselves and tell us about JB's Drive-In Podcast. Well, JB's, and I'll let Paul jump in if he, if he wants to. JB's Driving Podcast um, is, a, is a show that uh, Paul and I came up with last summer. And I don't really get out much because I have a little small army of kids, and I want to have an excuse to hang out with my friends. And Paul and I always shared a love for movies, 
uh, when we were growing up, we've known each other since I was 12, 13 years old, and those movies, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, we thought, you know, let's do a podcast about it. Let's actually look at the movies themselves, deconstruct them, give them background information about how the movie came to be, about the actors involved, and any nuances about the, the movie itself during filming. And that eventually, it only took about an episode for us to start completely destroying the movies, which then evolved to me destroying Paul and destroying the movies. And now our latest episode is I'm inviting other people to join the show to destroy Paul and the movie. You there? Paul, Paul, I I think you're entitled to some sort of retort to that. I I completely agree with everything that he just said, and I am completely game for it. The only thing I will add is is that this is because uh, I know your audience to a degree, um, and and I just want to make it clear that this is not a kid friendly show. It's uh, would definitely be a rated R show. Um, just for the language, just for the language. Yeah, we, we're yeah, not. Yeah. We work blue. We do work blue. So and I, plus some of the movies that we cover are rated R, and I try to incorporate bits and parts of the movie as I'm editing. That's part of the reason why we don't do it live into the movie itself, and sometimes, you know... Yeah, I just didn't want anybody to, like, you know, come on and listen to it and then be surprised by what they hear. Just just language. Sometimes (laughs) we use language. That's it. Uh, It gets uglier than that sometimes. (laughs) On your bed. Well, you guys certainly do have fun. I'm I'm an avid listener to this, and if if you love movies, and a lot of the movies that you've done, you've done, you know, a lot of different... Uh, movies during the time span you're talking about. Uh, you have everything from horror. You did the, I think one of your best episodes was the Halloween episode <laughs> that you guys did. I've never seen that movie. And you guys, I know you. I can hear you laughing. Um, but I learned a lot of that movie, and now I feel like I don't have to ever watch that movie because I listened to the two-part podcast that you did. All I, I, I think but, we, uh, we ruin the movies for people, too. Sometimes. Well, I don't know. You know I, one of the things that I think people listening to your podcast and I think you guys have learned during the podcast is any movie when you start pulling at the threads it unravels pretty quickly yes and uh you know that's reality so tell people what are some of the movies you you've covered if they haven't had a chance to listen and and what's in store in the future here for JB's drive-in podcast sure um we've we we've covered a variety of movies from a Christmas Carol the 84 version of Christmas Carol the Die Hard. Uh, most recently, we, we've covered uh, Star Wars and New Hope. That's the, the original Star Wars. Um, as we're doing right now, we're doing Jurassic Park. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Pet Cemetery. Uh, as you said, Halloween. Halloween. Uh, our first episode ever was Predator, um, one of my favorite did movies. Did you say Die Hard? We did say Die Hard, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we did Titanic. Yep. That's a great episode. If Robin you, Hood is a three-part <laughs> episode that if you if you enjoy the show, then you'll love the Robin Hood episode, I think. Yes. Yes. And uh, this summer, Greg, we have the idea that we have for the summer is big tent uh, blockbuster movie. That's why we're starting out with Jurassic Park. The next episode we're doing is another one of my all-time favorites is Jaws. After that is Empire Strikes Back, which is, to some people, the greatest movie of all time. Um, and then we'll be releasing more summer blockbuster movies um, after that. We're, and we're always interested in, you know, feedback coming, you know, suggesting movies or whatever else. I mean, w- you know, we'll always take a look at whatever. Um, we've had some suggestions in the past. Pet Cemetery was a suggestion. Mm-hmm. And I believe uh, 
I think Raiders might have been suggested. We were going to do it anyway, but, you know, I believe Raiders was a suggestion. We did Iron Man as well. Um, and weirdly enough, Black Panther because of the timing. The timing, yes. Um, but uh, basically, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, you can hit us up on Twitter, uh, at JB's Drive-In. Mm, JB's Drive-In, our Facebook, JB's Drive-In podcast, um, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, you subscribe there. Uh, we don't have a Facebook yet. We're looking to get on YouTube as well. We're going to be looking at that as we're getting a compendium of episodes. We wanted to get a lot under our belt before we start really um, going full force with advertising. And honestly, we're, we're pretty pleased with the audience that we've had now so far and uh, the following we've gathered. Yeah, it's weird. We got, it's an eclectic <laughs> group of people that listen to the show. It really is. You know, it, it works, and some of the feedback that we've gotten, most of the feedback we've gotten is positive, but, mm-hmm. you know, then again, you know, I I don't know that people are going to go out of their way to crap all over us as well. Right, <laughs> right. No, people are pretty positive on the Internet, so I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah. Right. Um, what, one genre I know you guys haven't gotten to yet, and I'm sure it's in the works, but I don't think you guys have done a comedy yet. We, we've done Ghostbusters, and we've done I'm Gonna Get You a Sucker. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Two, right. two, of the, one of the, two of the greatest comedies of all time, yeah. Yeah, and I think we're going to look into doing a kids' movie soon. Um, you know, yeah, just we should. Like a, an animated movie or some kind of kids' movie. I think that the, uh, the dual nature of the, of the show and, and how we kind of uh, approach these movies, it would be interesting to see how we cover a kids' movie. Yeah, it would, it would be. <laughs> and we're going to pick a good kids' movie to do, too. Yeah, yeah. So we got that. We, you know, Maybe Frozen. <laughs> No, I won't do that. <laughs> we should do Frozen. Now, now, we're de- now we're definitely doing Frozen. Maybe Heavy Metal. <laughs> no, we're doing Frozen. <laughs> frozen. Oh, that's a great movie. Heavy Metal's a great movie. It is a great, it is a great movie. Greg's going to eventually join us. To, he wants to do an episode with us, so he's definitely going to do an episode with us. I, that is, I heard the episode with our friend Scott Shaver. I absolutely will never do a show with you guys. That, that, <laughs> Why? That, the, the thought of that guarantees me. So I would, you know, you guys have a, an alchemy all your own. And I would never date to... Step into that. <laughs> the shark pool. I would never do. Yeah. Well, for folks, I, I definitely urge you guys to check it out again. JB's Driving Podcast. There's a there's a link at redmaryland.com. Uh, you can go to MarylandPodcastMonth.com. It's a lot of fun. If you love movies, if you love guys talking about movies with a lot of personality and more than a little ball busting, this is this is a great uh, podcast for you to check out. So. Um, Guys, uh, Jimmy and Paul, thanks for joining us, and good luck with the podcast. Listen, we, we appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, I think it's great, especially with, you know, we call it new media and the podcasting realm becoming even more popular. Um, we really appreciate it, and we're looking to promote, promote the other shows that are part of the uh, podcast month on this show as well, as well as Red Marion, which is probably one of the... the it's probably the. It's definitely the premier Maryland politics show. Yeah, uh, uh, I can't think of anything else that's even close. Yeah, and you guys, um, you and uh, master of pop culture Brian Griffiths do a great job. Right. <laughs> you should have Brian on the show. At least he'd, be, at least he'd watch a movie then if he was did, on your did, show. But what I mean, that's the thing. It's like, what movie would he want to come over? I mean, Eight Men Out. I, I don't know what movies he's probably just baseball movies. Oh, no, you know what he wanted to do? He wanted to do Demolition Man. He, well, you guys were talking about doing a baseball movie, so. 
though. Yeah, we were at Bull Durham, but he maybe uh, he got no. Actually, he actually texted me. He wants to do Demolition Man with us. He wants to do Demolition Man with us. I'll do that. Yes, yes we'll, we'll do Demolition great. Man. Okay. So. All right. Don't well, forget to use the seashells. Check it out. JB's Drive-In Podcast. JB's Drive-In Podcast. We have a link at rootmanly.com on the show page. Uh, guys, best of luck, and thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks, Greg. We appreciate it. We'll see you soon, okay? Yeah.